My name is Dr. Ian Storch. I'm a board-certified gastroenterologist and osteopathic physician, and you are listening to DO or Do Not. If you're interested in joining our team or have suggestions or comments, please contact us at doordonotpodcast.com. Share our link with your friends and like us on Apple Podcasts, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the DO or Do Not podcast. My name is Matthew Kaplan. I'm a pre-medical student currently applying to osteopathic schools. Tonight, we have the privilege of interviewing Stephen Toplin. Mr. Toplin is the Director of Admissions at the Harlem campus for the Toro College of Osteopathic Medicine. In this interview, we're going to be taking a pre-medical approach, learning more about what the school is looking for in a potential applicant and what makes the college itself stand out to potential applicants. Good evening, Mr. Toplin. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for, very much for having me. Can you start by telling us about ToroCom? So ToroCom opened up its doors in Harlem in, back in 2007. It was a medical school in a very tight market in New York City, in New York State as well. And one of the reasons why the state of New York allowed Toro, then a college now a university, allowed them to open up a medical school in such a tight area was because of our mission. Our mission really is to serve the underserved and help increase the number of underrepresented minorities in medicine. So that's why we are in, Har in Harlem, and that's why we can uh, continue st to stay in Harlem. Where is the campus located specifically in Harlem? And can you tell us a little bit about that surrounding area? So the campus is right across from the famous Apollo Theater, which is on 125th Street off of Adam Clayton Powell Boulevard. Alan Clayton Powell State Building, where President Clinton has an office. So the area itself is very vibrant. You know, there pl there's plenty of shopping right down 125th Street. We have Old Navy, we have Gap, we have Click if you like art, we have Whole Foods, H&M. You know, there's, there's a lot going on, but also this is New York City. So there's so many things around it. You don't have to, you're not stuck on one street. Get on the subway, go north, go south, east, west, and there's so much available to you. What do the students do in the free time that they have? And, uh, you know, what is there in the area? And can you tell us a little bit about how students, maybe through student organizations, how do they get involved in the area? So let's take the first part first. So what do they do in their free time? Despite the fact they are in medical school, the students really get along with each other, which is really a hallmark of the Torocom experience. And so therefore, what are they doing? Sometimes they're going rock climbing. We have a pretty new rock climbing place right around the corner from the building from the building. But if you want to be outdoors, you're not too far from Central Park. We also have state parks and city parks nearby. So we have people who might go out to run a, run a track together or just take it easy. And again, New York City, you know, you're not stuck in one, one little area. You have a lot, a lot of places to visit and, and explore. But as far as the second part of the question, so our students develop their own student organizations and the organizations run the gamut from very specifically medically related. As an example, we have a neurology club, we have a derm club, and we also have people who want to go into emergency medicine. And then we have that lean towards the social side of medicine, where they might be involved with a, a pantry, they might be involved with uh, Medachieve, which is a mini high school for local high school students. And so therefore, they get involved with the, the surrounding community, either through their organizations they're involved with directly, Whereas at least twice a year, sometimes three or four times a year, uh, we are involved with a 
health fair nearby. Um, and so therefore, when we're involved with larger projects, we have many more students who are going out for blood pressure, for mammograms. They're doing a lot of basic health checks for the surrounding communities. And sometimes people in the community reach out to us. As an example, probably about six or seven years ago, an iman from a local mosque reached out to us and said, you know, could you do one of these health fairs for my constituents? And so therefore, since that time, except for during COVID, we have gone there and we've done mini health fair. But before we go there, part of our cultural training is talking to them about the religious sensitivities, what goes on in this particular mosque. So therefore, the students are prepared for what they're going to see and what they might be hearing as well. Can you speak more about the mission statement of the school and how that's embodied? The main focus of the mission statement that I think we should be talking about is that we're committed to training the osteopathic physicians with a particular emphasis on practicing medicine in underserved communities and increasing the number of underrepresented minorities in medicine. So therefore, how do we do this? Well, first of all, and this night sort of unique to us, primary care. So even though if you look on our website and we have all these great matches, someone wants to go into a match area that's very competitive, at the same time, a large majority of our students are going into areas of primary care. And so therefore, they might begin their service here in the New York City area because obviously that's where they're doing their third year rotations. They branch out and they many of them continue serving in the underserved as they go into their own practice of medicine down the road. Do you tend to favor applicants from in-state? And if so, do you know around the percentage of students that are from New York and more specifically from the Harlem area? I think we have to sort of redefine the question hmm. because there is the very technical answer, how many people from New York State? But then hmm. there's the more pragmatic answer, how many people are from the New York City area, which really includes parts of New Jersey and going into Connecticut. So once you start including that area, it's probably closer to about 60% are coming, but also really the reality that many people might be from California or, or Pennsylvania like myself. They've made their way to New York over time. Therefore, we have a lot of people who are applying to us, especially because they want to be in New York City, but they might not really be from there. But they are technically from New York City because they've been living there for a few years already. So it's probably around 60% that are from the New York City area. What is Torocom looking for in an applicant? And would you say it differs from most other colleges of osteopathic medicine in any significant ways? Okay, so there's the academic and the non-academic side. And on the non-academic side, we're looking for applicants who have experience with an osteopathic physician. Because if you really think about it, a big difference between osteopathic education and allopathic education are those additional osteopathic courses. You know, biochemistry is biochemistry. I don't care which school you go to. But at the same time, so if you don't want to be an osteopathic physician, you're taking those classes, you really stick out like a sore thumb in that room. And so therefore, that's what we're looking for, which is not unique to other osteopathic schools, I would imagine. But we're also looking for people who want to be involved in the community. Because any medical school, you're taking roughly 30 credits your, your first semester, really, really difficult. So if you don't already have that social service part of you in place, then for us to start asking you to do that when you have so much work, Go, again, it's going to be, I'm not going to get involved because I, I'm, I'm already bugged out. But we want people to be involved when they're coming in so they will continue that social activity and social engagement while they're in the school. 
is the Harlem campus considered a branch campus? And to follow that up, how does it help or hinder the medical education? And is the curriculum the same at, say, the Middletown campus as the Harlem campus? Do they share lectures? Harlem is the main campus or the original campus. Then we have two additional campuses, which some would call branch campuses. We have the Middletown location, which is in Orange County, about two hours northwest of New York City, which opened up in 2011. And then we also have our second additional campus, which is Great Falls, Montana, which just opened up this past July. So our curriculum amongst the three schools is 100% the same. In fact, uh, most of the courses, at least in the New York City area, are given at the same time. So therefore, we have one of the great things about our system is not only the coursework du- easily duplicated, but also at the same time, we develop the experience from three campuses. So if something worked out well on one campus and, and they were trying as an experiment and, and the students like it, we'll replicate it elsewhere. On the other hand, if something doesn't work out well, we're going to do our best to make sure that it doesn't happen in other, other locations. And finally, as far as the lectures are concerned, now we use we use the flipped classroom. If you're not familiar with that, it's really basically all the lectures are pre-recorded. And so therefore, whenever you see one of these pre-recorded lectures, it's always going to be the Toracom faculty member. Not necessarily from the campus you're at, but because the courses are the same and the information is across the campuses are the same. It doesn't matter who is ta- who is actually doing the teaching. How is that all integrated? It's one thing to say all the lectures are the same, but the tests are coordinated and the feedback is also coordinated. So every class or group has is going to have a student representative. So therefore, if the students felt that a test question wasn't fair or could have been asked better, or they didn't feel that the preparation was, was sufficient, then they're going to be able to go back to the faculties and the dean to try and resolve the issue. Therefore, there's a lot of back and forth and a lot of checks and balances because we coordinate everything across three campuses. What is the Harlem campus's relationship to the other Toro schools? And for example, if a student wanted to do the rotations in California with the ToroCom California campus, is that an easy process? Is that something that can be done? Let's talk about Toro as a larger university system. So Toro has about 19,000 students across three states, California, New York, and Nevada. Plus, we have some campuses around the world. So when you talk about ordering paper clips, we're all in the same, same system. If, when you talk about human resources, we're all in the same system. But Toro University in California, Toro University in Nevada are separately accredited by COCA, which accredits all osteopathic medical schools. And so therefore, we have nothing to do with, with each other on a curricular and academic basis. So it's not TORCOM, it's TUC, Tour University of California, or TUN, Tour University of Nevada, and you're talking about the other schools. However, just because we were not involved with each other directly as far as curricular issues are concerned, we're like cousins. And so therefore, if we have a student who wants to do a third-year rotation out in California, can it be arranged? Probably, but that's something that has to be coordinated uh, you know, between the, the clinical staff between the two campuses. Also, when you go into the fourth-year rotations, you know, most students in medical schools across the United States are using 
VSLO, Visiting Student Learning Opportunities. And so therefore, you're limited to your third-year rotation sites. What makes your school stand out from other osteopathic schools? Why would a student interested in osteopathic medicine put ToroCom at the top of the list? First and foremost, it's going to be our location. If you want to be in a very urban environment, that's it. New York City probably doesn't get as more urban than that. Also, is we try and be conscious of the, the student experience. I was talking about the flipped classroom earlier, and that's part of it. Because we try and give you some of your time back. You know, yes, you have to make time to watch those videos when you are preparing for your classes over the course of the week, weeks and months. But at the same time, that, that means you're not sitting in that classroom being lectured to hour after hour after hour. Yes, the flipped classroom model has in-class work. What we do during those classes is we make sure that the goals for each lecture are met. So every lecture is going to come with a list of objectives, and the class time is spent making sure you understand what is expected of those objectives. Torocom prides itself and emphasizes integrating technology into the curriculum. You had mentioned a bit earlier about the flipped classroom approach. How else do they integrate technology into the curriculum, and what does that mean for students? So the big integration really is that flipped classroom. But we also have a sim lab, and actually we just moved the sim lab into the main school building prior to this year. It was around the corner in a separate office tower, but now everything is building, and we're able to really expand the quality of the sim lab. So therefore, between the flipped classroom and the sim lab, that's really the integration of technology into the classroom classroom and student experience. What are Torocom's New York clinical affiliates and where do students rotate in their third and fourth years? And like you had mentioned before with the urban environment, how does this really set Torocom at Harlem apart from other colleges of osteopathic medicine? Okay, so let's talk about the third year because the fourth year really is for most medical schools are not set into a one specific geographic area. So our third year, when they're doing eight of the 10 mandatory rotations, some of the bigger rotation sites are Nyack Hospital, which is a little bit actually closer to our Middletown campus. We also have Staten Island University Hospital. We also have students going to Harlem Hospital. We have students going to a consortium of hospitals in northern New Jersey. But we also have some smaller sites. So therefore, those are the major ones. But then, like I said, on the fourth year, they're to go sit down with our clinical staff figure out what they want to go into and take um, uh, audition rotations in these areas. For our last question, can you tell us a little bit about your match last year and how the residency ACGME merger affected your students? So prior to the merger, we were matching on an average 97, 98%. And that really hasn't changed. Last year, we were like 99%. Every year is going to be slightly different. So I think what the merger has done for our students is really it's just opened more doors. But as far as getting matched in general, it hasn't had a huge impact because you can't get much better than 98 or 99% in the first place. So Torocom requires both Casper and Duet exams from Acuity Insights as a part of the application process. How are these integrated into the decision-making? So Casper and Duet really are great tools for us prior to the interview, because once once the interview is conducted, we have a lot more information to make that decision. 
So what does Casper and Duet for us and Duet do for us? Casper, first of all, is going to give us a better eye into the non-academic side of the applicant. And Duet also gives us a lot more information about alignment as far as the type of student that we're looking for and how much that student is going to align with us. So therefore, as much as you can take the Casper on any given day, and that Casper score is going to be the same no matter which comm you apply to, Duet, on the other hand, is not going to be the same. But what happens with Duet is that you're asked a bunch of questions, but staff, students, and alumni from Torocom, any other school who's participating, are asked the same questions. So it's really how closely do you match the combined answers of the staff, students, alumni from us? So therefore, it gives us a lot more information about is this this applicant going to be someone that really wants to be here? Is going to take advantage of what we have to offer or not? So there's a lot to help us out when we're making that interview decision. Mr. Toplin, thank you so much for coming on to tell us a little bit more about the Harlem campus for ToroCom. Thank you very much for having me, Matt, and looking forward to seeing you later. This concludes our episode of Do or Do Not. Send all inquiries, comments, suggestions, and even let us know if there's someone you want us to interview to do or do not podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at do or do not podcast for updates. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share it with your classmates and administration. We have plenty of more interviews lined up and we're excited to share them with you. This is Tian Yu Shea. Thank you guys so much for listening to do or do not.